everyone. This is Ingrid with my Southwest Florida Gente, the bilingual podcast that features the stories of the people who live, work, and visit Southwest Florida. Welcome to our first episode. Today we'll have a conversation with Courtney Kern, soon to be graduating with her master's in environmental science. She has worked at Florida Gulf Coast University as a senior naturalist, environmental program mentor, and newsletter editor for the Audubon Society of Southwest Florida. everyone today we have Courtney with us she's going to um, ask questions about uh, her about herself and also about her experience with Southwest Florida so can you tell us a little bit about you I am currently enrolled at FGCU in the um, graduate program I'm in the environmental science program at FGCU I've lived in Southwest Florida my entire life 24 years I've been here I really enjoy it here. My whole family lives here. Uh, my parents and sister are uh, up in Venice, which is about an hour north of where I'm living right now. I live with my fiance, Matt, who's in IT. He does a lot of computer stuff, so um, we're kind of uh, perfect opposites in that sense. But I, I'm really into, into birds. I, I study birds for my master's thesis and really just being outside. I spend a lot of time outdoors and, you know, any chance I'm able to, to be outside is is a good time for me, so. <laughs> Could you tell us a little bit more about your Southwest Florida experience? For example, how long have you been Southwest Florida? And maybe you can tell us a little bit more about um, your role as a naturalist at FGCU. Like I said, pretty much Southwest Florida is just about all I've known. I haven't really lived anywhere else, but I've been here over two decades now. And I did my undergrad at FGCU as well. So I, I'm pretty familiar with the university, and I've worked as a student naturalist for the university um, for about four years or so. So I got hired as, uh, I was a junior in college, and the role of a naturalist is to essentially, you know, communicate with students who are taking the colloquium class at FGCU, going with them with different classes on field trips. We talk to them about sustainability, about the Southwest Florida environment. Um, we show them different animals and get them comfortable outdoors and try to develop a sense of place at different, you know, places in the in the Southwest Florida environment. That's something that I've really been able to gain a lot of experience in public speaking and communication, as well as, you know, you learn as you go. I've, I've learned a lot about the Southwest Florida environment. Um, I've learned a lot about myself as an educator. And I found out that I that I really do have a passion for education. Could you uh, tell us what do you like the most about Southwest Florida? What I have always enjoyed about Southwest Florida is just pretty much being able to go outside any time of the year, any month of the year you can go outside. I mean, right now, during the summertime, it's a little bit hot out, but you know, you're never really cooped up inside because of snow or um, anything like that. So um, that's something I've always appreciated. Okay. Maybe um, would you like to share which was your favorite field trip or like a, like the favorite places that you took the students as a naturalist teaching? Sure, yeah. Um, so we had a, a variety of different trips we went on from, you know, state parks to recycling facilities and uh, downtown Fort Myers. Some had more historical backgrounds, some had more wildlife, whatever. Um, but I, I really liked Corkscrew Swamp Sanctuary in Naples. Aside from that being one of my favorite field trips for colloquium, it's a place that I go to on my own all the time. I mean, since before the whole lockdown, um, that's something that, you know, I, I go to corkscrew all the time just for birding and 
experiencing wildlife, that sort of thing. So, Could you describe for the listeners, Corkscrew, uh, like what kind of experience they will have if they will visit? Corkscrew is a really unique place because it's really, really special for a, a nesting site for wood storks, which are really unique species of bird that we have in Florida. There's a lot of large cypress swamp, cypress dome ecosystems out there. But what's really cool is it's all on a boardwalk. So it's like about two miles um, of walking and you can do it all on a boardwalk. You don't have to worry about getting your feet muddy or anything like that. For the most part, it's, you know, like I said, more of a swampy ecosystem. So you're going to be seeing a lot of wading birds, some alligators and turtles and more aquatic species and lots of birds. There's lots of people that come from you know, all over the world even, to see some of the, the special birds that are out there. So if you're into wildlife, I recommend it. Yes, that's one of my favorite places to go also. And like only a few times during the year, um, we can also see that was at Spoonbills. Um, yeah. Like we can see all the excitement of everyone who is there, like from youngs to, old, uh, to older people um, who are maybe tourists or maybe it's the first time in Florida and then they see the pink bird. So it's exciting to see that the all the different range of people and happy yeah, absolutely. to do that. Uh, could you tell us more about what do you do for work? Um, so right now the circumstances are a little bit weird. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not necessarily working at the moment just because the university is kind of closed down. But right before COVID, I was doing mainly the naturalist thing. Um, so just like I mentioned, a lot of education-based reaching out to the colloquium classes, that sort of thing. Um, I was also employed as an environmental program mentor for the university, and, and FGC calls it environmentors. Last semester was the first semester that that was initiated, I think, but it, essentially myself and a few other upper-level graduate students were kind of mentoring undergraduate students in the environmental program. So we had a handful of students who, you know, didn't necessarily need tutoring or anything like that, but just needed a mentor for, hey, what, you know, professor do you think that I should take? Or what classes do you think I would like? Or, you know, that sort of thing. Um, so I was doing that as well. And I found that that was a pretty rewarding experience. I had three mentors that, or mentees, excuse me, that I was able to develop a relationship with. Um, and I'm still, you know, checking up on them uh, whenever I can. Uh, so that was a pretty rewarding experience as well. But as I said, now with COVID, you know, I'm just kind of working on my, my degree and that's about it at the moment. You can give them shout outs at this podcast if you want. Shout outs? Yes, they will be excited to listen. Oh, to my, my mentees, Gavin, oh. Gavin and Tim and Lexi. <laughs> Those are my mentees. And also to your mentors. Oh, my, my fellow mentors as well, too. I got Phoebe and, and Sam and Devin and Blake as well. And, and the faculty um, that were your mentors also? Sure, yeah. Um, Chad Evers has been a huge mentor for me. Um, Brenda Thomas as well. Um, Patty Krupp, just a couple of people that I can name off the top of my head that have been um, exceptional uh, mentors for me. Dr. Lefebvre, who's my graduate advisor. Um, so I, I've been fortunate to have some, some mentors at FGCU that have had a really big, big impact on my life. I, I know that they will be happy to hear on their names and to get their, the shout-outs in this podcast. What do you do for fun? Um, so, like, maybe, like, uh, think about, do you have any hobbies, volunteers, sports? So, what, what are activities that you do for fun? I, um, 
I do a lot of different things. Um, lately, I've been really into biking. So I, I, I guess last month went out and got a new bike. So whenever I can, I go bike riding a lot. My dad is really into it. So I'll take my bike up to Venice and go bike riding with him down different wildlife trails and stuff. It keeps me active during this time uh, when, you know, I can't really go to the gym as much. Um, I do a lot of longboarding as well. When I was younger, I was actually sponsored for skateboarding. So I enjoy skateboarding and longboarding whenever I can. I also do a lot of painting. I, I like to paint a lot of wildlife. I'm not so good at painting people. <laughs> I never have been, but I, I paint a lot of birds and, and, you know, just different wildlife that I like. I, I do some commissions for people and stuff. And I have a little side business where I paint shoes. So I'll paint like toms or any shoes that are really made of like a canvas material. And so I'll do that for people. And I've, I've got an Instagram and a Facebook for that as well, which I can talk about at the end or whatever. You know, lately I've been able to do a lot of those things because I've got a lot of free time. So I've been doing a lot of painting and, um, and getting outside whenever I can. And like I mentioned earlier, I do a lot of birding. So I go outside with my binoculars and my scope and the whole get up and go out and whatever birds. How does your typical or ideal uh, after work look like? So you mean like on a daily basis or you mean like when I retire? <laughs> um, like on right now on your daily oh, basis. Okay. So um, if usually when I get home from work or something like that, um, and, and depending on the trip, if, if I was doing a colloquium trip, you know, uh, maybe I, if I would come home after like a wet walk or something, I'd be all muddy and gross. So obviously I'd have to shower. But what I would usually do if, when my fiance comes home from work is we'll sit down and play videos together. We're really into playing video games on the computer. And like I said, I'll do some painting. And lately I've been really into painting like miniatures for like tabletop games and stuff like that. So um, I'll paint a lot of those and puzzles too. I do a lot of jigsaw puzzles, that sort of thing. And I'm the one who cooks in our family. So I usually have to figure out something to cook for dinner. <laughs> but a favorite yeah. recipe or like one that you like will go through uh, like uh, every now and then? I, I get a lot of use out of my crock pot. There's a really good recipe for like an easy taco night if you ever just are like lazy. I'll throw in like either chicken or beef with a can of Rotel tomatoes and then just like taco seasoning and you cook it for like four hours or whatever and tacos, super easy. <laughs> That's a good tip. Thank you. Um, yeah. Let's see. Um, how does your typical or ideal uh, weekend look like? Lately, um, on the weekends, I've been putting my bike on my car and going up to Venice to ride bikes with my dad, like I kind of mentioned, but um, finding new bike trails, new nature places, anything that I can get outside and explore kind of thing. My fiance's parents live in Bonita Springs, so we'll go to his parents' house on Sundays. Usually his mom will cook. She's Italian, so she'll make like a big lunch for us and we'll spend time over there. I'm really fortunate to have both sides of our family really close um, and able to see them as much as possible. But yeah, I usually just try to take a break from, you know, any of the stressful schoolwork stuff on the weekend as much as I can and, and get outside as long as it's not pouring rain like it has been. <laughs> okay. Do you have any uh, favorite bike um, trails that you would like to recommend to the listeners? Sure. Let me think of what it's called. Man, I can't remember. There's a, there's a trail in Venice that my dad and I take. Carlton Reserve in Venice is what it's called. And so if any listeners are in that area, it's, uh, it's very expansive. There's a lot of 
paved trails and then there's some dirt trails as well but you see a lot of alligators and birds and lots of wildlife out there so that that's usually the one that that we take because there's tons of options so tell us a little bit about your plans for the future for example what are your future goals it's hard to say you know i'm still young and um, i don't really have like a career set yet but when you know later in life i'd like to live somewhere in the mountains being from florida living here my whole life you start to take it for granted and so i i find i really enjoy being um, in the mountains somewhere maybe the smoky mountains or something like that i'd like to live probably close to family i'd like to be you know close to my kids and grandkids someday and um, have a good relationship with them uh, i see myself having pets because i love animals um, and having a job that you know that i could really feel fulfilled with um, something where i can spend time with like-minded individuals maybe being outside a lot something along those lines you know i just i just want to feel fulfilled which I feel everybody does, but yeah, I guess that's kind of how I see my, my future looking. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Um, what are your biggest personal challenges? And those can be personal or it can be also professional. So what are the challenges that you are working right now to overcome? I find that I, I struggle with being a little bit too hard on myself sometimes. And uh, sometimes I forget to take you know, not to take things so seriously. Sometimes I'm a bit of a perfectionist, so I need to learn to be okay with some of the curveballs that life throws. Um, I've been that way all throughout school, and while it's been good for my grades, um, sometimes I wish I loosened up a little bit with things. So if I if I were to say that's something I I probably struggle with the most is just being too much of a perfectionist sometimes. <laughs> Thank you. That's probably like a, a like something that a lot of other students experiencing right now. And like right now during this time of COVID, like nothing is how like it was supposed um to be. So they are like everyone is learning um that yeah, exactly. now more than ever. Where do you see yourself in the next five years? So in five years or so, I would like to be established with a job that I can sustain myself and um my family with. I'd like to be a like newish homeowner probably. I don't own a home yet. I'm still renting right now, but I'd like to own a home and with my fiance and maybe be thinking about starting a family. But I see myself staying in the Southwest Florida area probably in the next five years. I like the area a lot. And um, like I said, my family and his family are here. So do you have any recommendations or tips for our listeners? Sure, yeah. Um, my grad friends and I are big fans of Momentum Brewery in Bonita Springs. It's a really cool family and dog-friendly place just to kind of hang out. They've got good beer and good entertainment. They have food trucks that'll come. Um, they'll get, have bands come on the weekends, that sort of thing. Uh, and like I said, it's family-friendly, so you can bring your kids and not have to worry about you know any issues there. They've got board games and that sort of thing. So we really like Momentum. And like I mentioned earlier, if you want to see amazing wildlife, Corkscrew is a fantastic place to spend time. There's also places like Six Mile Cypress Slough, which is here in Fort Myers, if you don't want to go all the way to Naples. Uh, Lover's Key is a great place if you want to like find shells and see shorebirds and that sort of thing. Uh, but that's just a handful of, of things that I like to do. 
Okay. Do you have any last thoughts or positive messages that you want to share with our listeners? Sure. Yeah, I guess um, if there's anything that I've learned in my experiences, it's if there's ever an opportunity that you feel like is going to push you outside of your comfort zone, I would say to take it. Um, I can't count how many times I've been scared to try something and I was so glad that I did, you know, just because if there's the slightest chance that you could learn something new, I would say take it. Okay, thank you. That's a, a great message uh, for, for everyone. I, I know, like, I'm, I'm, like, the reason why I know Courtney is because I have um, also a professor at the FGCU and I have taught colloquium. Um, so I know, uh, like, uh, even for me, like, that has applied um, that idea of, like, being outside of our comfort zone and then experience new things, like, for faculty and the, and the students. And like, it's good to be reminded of that, especially when we go in trips that, that not everyone is familiar with. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. And these are the last closing questions. So if you could step into my shoes, what would you have asked yourself that I didn't? I guess I would have asked myself what kind of pets I have. <laughs> what kind of pets do you have? Um, so I have some exotic pets. I don't really have your typical cats or dogs. Um, I have a leopard gecko named Smog uh, after the dragon in The Hobbit. And I have a ball python named Apollo. And I recently just got a praying mantis named Miyagi. So I like exotic pets. <laughs> Wow. Um, I, I have like a, only like a one puppy um, like a, that she's a rescue dog. She came um, from um, the Humane Society in Miami and like uh, they told us like that she's a chihuahua a mix and like every time I get a dog from the Humane Society it's never exactly quite like like that that is and so she now looks more like she's a Westie. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> my, uh, my, my, parents, my parents whenever I go to visit them that's when I get my my fill of the dogs because they've got a, a little poodle and a morky poo um, up in Venice that I get to spend time with. So, <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, where can your our listeners connect with you online uh, on social media? Um, so at the moment, I have a um, a Facebook and an Instagram page um, for my little shoe business that I have. If you ever want anything painted. Um, so both of those pages are just called Quartz Custom Creations with no spaces. Um, and, uh, yeah, you'll find me in both of those places. My Instagram's still kind of new, so I don't have a whole lot of posts there yet, but little by little, I'm working on it. <laughs> Thank you, Courtney. I make sure that to share um, those on the notes uh, for the episodes. Thank you. So, um, do you have any other uh, questions, comments? No, I just, uh, I appreciate you having me. I enjoy any opportunity I can to talk about myself. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode. Please subscribe, review, and share this podcast with all your friends. If you would like to be invited to be interviewed in this podcast, please contact me. If you were a former student of mine or classmate, please reach out. I would love to catch up and know how you're doing. Remember, el sol brilla para todos, which means the sun shines for everyone. Spread the sunshine.